All right, everybody. Last week before playoffs. 13, baby. Man, some of you guys are still in it, and I am not. We'll talk about that a little bit today. Uh, We're going to talk. Oh, man, we got a... We don't really have big trades to talk about, but we got one big one to definitely talk about, and a couple small ones that really don't matter. Um, a little bit of hindsight, some stats to talk mostly about playoffs, uh, and then we're going to jump into matchups similarly, similarly to what we did last week of important matchups. Some of these aren't going to matter, but it doesn't matter. Let's jump into it. Really excited. Let's do it. Let's get rolling. Hopefully, we can keep the show in a rational time frame. I am so nervous for week 13. We will get into the oh, playoff gosh. matchups and my matchups. I was really upset that I couldn't pull out the win versus Corey, but I kind of had no business winning because I didn't have Mahomes and Tyree Kill. But yeah, you, you didn't have much yeah, of a you, But I came close. We put up a good fight. So let's jump into our normal uh, rhythm here. Let's start with waivers. Uh, <laughs> got a question for you. Who in the fuck is Jeff Wilson Jr.? <laughs> Oh, you didn't know this hot waiver pickup by Joe Zyper for $48? He was planning, like, his whole Thanksgiving strategy around, like, oh, what am I going to do with my fab? And he picks up Jeff Wilson Jr. I didn't realize that, like, he had actually talked about how he's going to spend his fab. Yeah, like, he thought about this for a long time. Who is this clown? Okay, so I Googled him, and I found one article. Does he even have a Wikipedia page? I don't think so, actually. Okay. He might not have a Wikipedia page. He's a, he's he's effectively, uh, uh, oh my god, I'm blanking on San Francisco quarterback. Jimmy Garoppolo? No, no. The Secret one Method? No. Nick Mullins? Yeah, Nick Mullins. Before he started, he didn't have a Wikipedia page. Did that's he really? The, that's this guy. Wow. That's how irrelevant this guy is. That's sad, Nick. Well, now he's got a Wikipedia page, and it's it's good. Yeah, Big Dick Nick. Not Jeff, New, though. new Big Dick Nick. <laughs> This episode is raw. <laughs> we are starting raw. <laughs> um, so here's the thing. I, I Googled Jeff Wilson Jr. because I saw this. Joey spent $48 on this jabroni. And I thought to myself, this is a joke, right? Like, this is just Joey being Joey. He's a funny guy. He spent all of his fab on this nobody. And I, then I realized, like, there actually was some some weight to it. Yesterday, there was an article posted from Roto World about certain handcuffs to own and guys to pick up. And this guy was one of them. Legitimately. Who does he play for? So here's the deal. He plays for the 49ers. So it's ironic that you're telling me he's the handcuff to Matt Breida. Alfred Morris is now gone, apparently. They cut him? I I don't know what the full story is. What about Raheem Mostert? Well, he's on IR. Mostert's on IR. He broke his leg in half. Alfred Morris has been bad enough that they're bumping him down, and Jeff Wilson is now, I guess, going to be the guy. So Joey effectively has the fifth man up for the 49ers because they lost McKinnon, they lost Mostert, they're losing Morris. Brita is one step away from tearing his ACL. That's true. Um, so he tears his ACL on every play. I guess I get it, I but mean, I also don't. If I were to put this in perspective of some of the other pickups in the league, Joey spent about half as much on this guy as Mike Davis. Yeah. And he probably has an equivalent chance of being useful. So for yeah, like the one week yeah, that yeah, Mike yeah. Davis yeah, got like yeah, a million yeah. carries for no reason. So I think Joe's a genius. 
Ace Feast? Uh, I don't know if I'd go that far Okay. Yet. Well, it's not a horrible pickup. We'll see how it plays out. It's not a horrible pickup. <laughs> right. uh, well, thank you for educating me on Jeff Wilson Jr. Hopefully he gets a Wikipedia page soon. I love more that he's a junior. Like, I don't... That name just sounds so freaking funny. Like, Jeff Wilson Jr. That guy, like, on uh, Ballers today. Did you listen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were talking about Dan Arnold, how he sounds like a mailman. I feel oh, like yeah. Jeff Wilson's the guy at freaking... Ruby's Steakhouse, like TGI Fridays, cooking my burger. Yeah. Hey Jeff, need that medium rare. Hurry it up. Like he, that's he, Jeff Wilson. He like fucks it up, and you're kind of like, God damn it, Jeff. <laughs> you're so lazy. <laughs> I'm not even gonna pay forty eight dollars for you. Oh, uh, marking this episode explicit for sure. So, oh my gosh. Trades. Yes. So we had the trade deadline on Thanksgiving afternoon. Mm-hmm. Let's hold all trade deadline talk until after the trades, or maybe it'll come up during it. I don't know. Yeah. Um, well, let's do it after. Okay. Let's set that for It time. was an exciting morning. Oh, my god! Because there was a lot of people there making a so lot of moves. Happening. It was really fun. Ultimately, none of them really mattered, except for one. One. The one that broke the league. Yes. And this is between Steph and Britain. Why don't you break down what well, actually changed hands Let's here. do the other ones first, just because they're real quick, real straightforward. Okay. Just so, like, everybody understands what the trade was in case they're unaware, and we have some listeners that apparently aren't in the league. Okay. Uh, so, Griffin traded Jason Lareau. Uh Jason got Griffin's first-round rookie, and Griffin got Doug Baldwin. That one's not going to pan out that well, I don't think. I mean, I see, I, I see what you're trying to do, like, get, you know, you're trying... I would make that. He's investing in the now. Yeah, I, I, I get, I get well, the Well, it's not even in the now. I think it's in that, like, maybe Doug Baldwin will be better next year. Yeah. But, like, I'd rather have the seasoned veteran on an off year with the chance to become good again or, like, find his rhythm again than a first-round rookie shot. Yeah. That's just me personally. And Chris got a lot of young wide receivers right now, Yeah, too, so that's me personally. It's not a bad place. The only, the only thing that worries me about the Doug Baldwin situation is Seattle has basically said that they want to run the ball a lot, and they have mm-hmm. just run the ball a lot. Yep. So, Kind of scares yeah. me a little bit, but I get it. Yeah. So what's our next one? Uh, the next one is Jason. Again, Jason, he, I, I told Jason last week, I wanted to catch up to him in trades. He was at four. I was at three, and I was like, I can get one more. Then he went up to seven. Yeah. Uh, so big moves on Jason's part. Nice job. Good work. Uh, Jason then traded Larry Fitzgerald to John Neffley, and John gave him his third-round rookie. I love this trade. Yeah, good trade. On John's side, probably more than Jason's. Um, I mean, because Fitz hasn't been doing much. At the end of the day, Fitz is going to be gone next year. We've all yeah. seen that and believe that to be true. John is buying his playoffs this year. Fitz hasn't been terrible lately. He's been serviceable. Yeah, he's been playable. Um, and with us starting three wide receivers every week, I think it's a good play overall, especially yep. locking him in playoffs. I think Jason might regret it a teensy bit if he doesn't make it in the playoffs. Um, Maybe. I don't know if he's but been starting. I, I doubt it. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Um, more importantly, the biggest trade. So I'm going to break this down as to who got what, and then we're going to talk about how we feel about the trade. So Steph traded to Britain, her husband, uh, in case you were wondering. In case, in, case you wanted to wonder, <laughs> in case you just wanted to know the relationship that made this possible. <laughs> Steph traded to Britain, Julio Jones, and her fifth-round rookie. She got, in return, T.J. Yeldon, Curtis Samuel, and Britain's first and second round rookie. Jesus. <laughs> I mean, when you just say it out loud like that again, I just forgot. It just, it just hurts, right? It, 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 hurts, it hurts me because <laughs> I have to play against this man. It, yeah, it is, it is brutal. Like I, So here's my take on it. 
Steph, I'm sorry. You got a fire hose to the face from your husband. Britain, I'm sorry. You hurt your wife, you mean man. I, I thought about notifying the authorities. <laughs> Domestic abuse <laughs> yes. is a real thing in fantasy football. No, I, I don't... I, I've been, like, trying to wrap my mind around it. Like, I've done a lot of research on only this trade, and I had nothing to do with it. So I really tried. I've looked up dynasty rankings, and TJ Yeldon was surprisingly high, and so was Curtis Samuel. I will give you that. But... How high is Julio? Julio Jones is, like, the top. <laughs> yeah. Like, the absolute top, and he has been on fire. And even when he wasn't on fire, like, even if we take out his last three games where he's gotten touchdowns, He's been a top 12 wide receiver Without for scoring. the past 17 weeks Yeah, not scoring a touchdown. That's the guy I want on my team. Uh-huh. Like, I don't want a guy that yeah, you're telling me. You're telling me touchdown. the floor is wide receiver one? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's his floor. His, his ceiling is like two wide receiver ones. <laughs> right. That's how good he is. So I just don't get it. Like, the, the like, oh, well, like, she tossed in her fifth round rookie. Like, okay. Like, you. I think that was just to make. Maybe I, don't know, to, I don't know what that was. Maybe that was Britain just like trying to like I don't know get an extra slap in or something. I know I mean, that's that, that's that, that cool, me was like man, now that we think about it, just give her a break. Just yes. give her all your rookie picks at yes, this point. Seriously, um, no, that'd be crazy. But yeah, I, I, I get, I get the intent of the move. The yes. intent is Steph's out of the playoffs, Making a so move let's let's try and year. get some young talent. For some of my established talent for mm-hmm. next year, and I get it for Britain. Let's get some established talent because he looks like he has a great team. The 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 error for me <laughs> in Steph's ways is that Julio is not like an old guy. Yeah, like he's not a one year rental or like a two year. Not rental. a Doug Baldwin. Yes, he's yeah. not like a Doug Baldwin who's like on the out or something like that. Like he is like kind of the core of her team. Yeah, and would have been for years. She does also have Michael Thomas. Still, well, she has Michael Thomas. She has I mean, Julio. But. She has Michael Thomas. Yeah, for sure. But like Michael Thomas, Julio is like a good core. That's that's, that's a great core that, that you can yeah. hold on to for years. Mm-hmm. And now she gets two shots at people who like could become top tier talent, but. I don't know how much like college you've been watching. I don't watch a ton. This draft class is not nearly as impressive as last year's, especially in the regards of running backs, wide receivers. There's some good quarterbacks, but running yeah. backs, wide receivers, those skill position players to me are just not nearly as talented. And, and <laughs> you're trading this like unreal wide receiver to a guy who already has a great team. He's going to win. Like he's oh, going to yeah. win the league. If Britain doesn't win, this year, like... it be some David and Goliath shit. Yeah, like... The man just scored it, 208 points. Yeah, 208 points. That's insane. Like, that that hurts. That is double two other people in the league. More than double two other people in the league. Insane. Insane. He, yeah, he more than doubled me. Yep. Yeah. Insane. So, yeah. It, so, it's bleak. Good so, luck, everyone. So, uh, I'm happy I'm not in the playoffs. But So, all that to say, those first... Those, those number one and two picks just aren't going to be good. Yeah, like they're gonna. They be, will be the twelve. Yeah, they're gonna be the back, mm-hmm. and the back were some guys that were like some serious shots. Which, not mm-hmm. to say that they can't be good, but the reliability of those picks being good, it's not like she's getting the number one pick mm-hmm. who's gonna be like some established running back, wide receiver, or a great quarterback where you're gonna end up with like a Haskins yeah. or a Tua Taglio. Via or Taglio, however the hell you say his name, the Miracle Man. Yeah, whatever That's what his I call name it. is. Um, 
so like with all that, I just wouldn't want to trade the sure thing, the floor wide receiver one, Julio yep. Jones, core of my team for those shots. So I wouldn't have done it. I'm kind of worried about this trade. So I think what this trade actually illuminates to me is the need for an earlier trade deadline. Mm. What do you think about that? Do you agree with that? Because this was a week, uh, this was week a post, twelve essentially. It was yeah. effectively a week. It was the morning of the week twelve yeah. games, so there was only two games left. Steph knew she was out of the playoffs. Yeah, no risk in the move. So to me, that said that there's like almost no skin in the game. There's nothing that you're playing for, so you can have this kind of fire sale with no consequence. Mm-hmm. Do you think that an earlier trade deadline would help that, or would only just limit the freedom of the league for no reason? See, I kind of bounce back and forth on it. I like the idea of trade deadline kind of being later just to because I love trades. I love the more time that we can trade. But I think if it's earlier, all that's going to do is just push trades up earlier. Like, we had four or five weeks without any trades. So yeah, I think people would still make moves. Yeah, they just make them a little bit sooner. Um, my biggest thing, honestly, that makes me want to push it forward, to week 10 specifically, I would say, um, is... At week 10, you still got a shot at the playoffs. Everyone does almost. Like, yeah, I mean, I did. Yeah. In week 10, it, it was very small. My team was very bad. Well, you you got to gotta read the trends and yeah. know and decide on a strategy for your team, yeah. not just say, I am mathematically eliminated, so let's go get some talent. Yeah. Um, so for that reason, like, I actually do like the trade deadline being earlier, and I definitely think this is something we'll discuss during the offseason. Um, but for, because I, I want – for me, like my biggest thing in this league is like, yes, I traded AJ Green, so you can you can come at me all day for that, and I did it early. Like I, I think it was what week nine, nine or maybe week ten, one of the two, um, and that that's a big name player. That that's almost the same caliber as this. Like where I, I gave away a lot to get some younger talent that isn't as good. Like Antonio Callaway and Dede Westbrook are not as good as AJ Green. No one's gonna argue that a single day, um, but. Like I still have the full intention of playing my best lineup every week, and I did I did that honestly on AJ Green like getting hurt yeah and like needing to make a move and I needed to win and I needed something um, well, so, so I think th- that kind of played into it for me so like I want to push it forward for the sake of I don't want somebody giving up and then trading yeah. I want someone thinking can I really make the playoffs what right. are my chances and if I hang on to this guy do I got a chance yep like at that point I think it was like I'm out. Let me sell Julio, get some value. Yep, yeah, I agree. And I think the problem with, like, the eh, I'm out kind of strategy is, and not that it's like Steph is trying to lose, though it is to her advantage to do that now. Yep. But the problem is that once you start to sell these huge talents and, like, tank your team effectively, you actually start to affect these, like, really close playoff matchups that we have, where, like, Stephanie was a free win for Sarah to get her lock last uh, last week, Mm -hmm. and this week she plays Griffin, but if she played someone like me or Ty or Jason, like, or Corey, this would be, like, would have huge playoff implications implications. for not the not even people involved in the trade, just for the whole league. Yeah. And so, like, these huge movers that you probably only, like, you are more likely to have the later the trade de- trade deadline is have potential to negatively impact the league, and I'm just going to assume that it's going to be negative if you've got huge power distributions shifting, mm-hmm. like you've got a lot of power for this year shifting trade up to top trade. Yeah. yeah, when you have those kind of huge power shifts, it has the potential to negatively impact a league more than like lateral shifting. Mm-hmm. So 
I'm not saying that this trade has like totally blown apart the league, but I do think it's like good for us to think in the offseason about what do we really want to be happening mm-hmm. from week 10 to 12 and where do we want to set that trade deadline in that. Yeah, and I think as well, like, <clears throat> not to just roast Steph on it, like, because I-, I can see the narrative where like this really pays off for Steph. It could. Like, it could. <clears throat> it genuinely could. Julio isn't. Like, he's not a young gun. He has been in the league for a while. I think he's 29, maybe 30. Um, so, like, he has a good two to three years left. Like, I'm not I'm not going to say that he's ancient by any means. Um, are you pulling up his age there? Trying to. Just Google him. Google Julio Jones' age, yeah. Um, but, what like, what I'm more interested... Yeah, 29. Um, so, what I'm interested to see, though, is how this rookie draft plays out. Um, yeah. we, we didn't do a lot of research coming into this year's rookie draft. Nope. And I've been blown away. Like, some of the picks in the late first have really paid off. Like, Kenny Galladay, Cortland Sutton, Calvin Ridley. Um, those guys were late first guys. Yep. Um, and Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield, yeah. Like, so maybe this is one of those trades that actually does really pay off for Steph um, down the road. Yep. It's it, it just it de- right now, it's one of those, like, shocking trades. You're like, why would you trade that guy? <laughs> right. Um, it def- but I, it I can't could. see it. Yeah. It definitely could, but I just think, man, it's just so hard to find a player like Julio. Like, Julio's kind of like a generational talent. Like, I mean, you put him in the you put him in the category <clears throat> with, like, him, OBJ, and Otanio Brown. How long have those guys been the fantasy studs? Like, OBJ, not that long, but yeah. Julio and Antonio Brown, like, those guys have been around for five years. Oh, longer than just that. ruling yeah. the league. Yeah. Uh, so it's hard. To, it's hard to give away those generational talents. Where when you talk about a guy, a guy like AJ Green, he's good. He's been a wide receiver one for a while, but he's not generational. Yeah. So uh, I think that, ultimately, we just wanted it to be to our teams. Uh, I, I just wanted Julio. I'm. Oh, don't get me wrong. I'm. <laughs> I am so jealous. We'll get to it when we get to Britain's matchup. But holy crap! <laughs> All right. So let's uh, hindsight. I, you know, I we don't we haven't done hindsight in a while, uh, or I guess gut reaction. This isn't really a hindsight. Hindsight has been really hard to do because they're on it. Like everyone's been starting everyone well. I, I think I think we put the fear of the cast in people. <laughs> I wanted to say the fear of God, but we're not God. But we put the fear in people. Yeah, we said make your start sits. Damn it, make them good. Or, otherwise, otherwise, you're, you're gonna, gonna regret. It. You're gonna get toasted. You're gonna yeah. feel bad, and it's gonna be published on the interwebs to everyone. <laughs> but a gut reaction. For me, this past week, is that it is possible, guys. The number one in the league can lose to a person that is tied for dead last. Griffin, <laughs> you heard it here. Zip it up, boy. I took it down. <laughs> Earlier this week, Griffin was like, oh, dude, I'm going to smoke you this week. I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, you, I, I literally said, mm-hmm. yeah, you are. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you are. That's okay with me. And then I smoked him. Amari Cooper is a freaking god. Great that guy's awesome. Great trade by you. Sucks to be Chris. Oh, sorry, Chris. Yeah, that was I. Uh, we were texting. Cheek and I played in our other league, and yeah, uh, we were texting back and forth about that. And I, I beat Cheek, but eh. we were texting about. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> we were texting about that, and then I texted him. I was like, oh, my God, you're destroying Griffin. I know. It felt so good. And he was just like, oh, it feels so good. I know it means nothing, but it just feels right. <laughs> feels perfect. And I was like, that is the essence of fantasy football. Yes. Like, when you're out of it, you're still affecting the league. You're yes. still making those moves. You're still trying to win every week. So, in the spirit of that, let's jump into the playoff chances. We got one more week of regular season. Yes. Um, and we have – an. Crazy interesting league shaping up here. So our locks right now are Britain, Tyler, our Britain, 
Griffin, Sarah LaRoe, and John Neffley locked for the playoffs. Four spots. 100%, two spots open. Four spots cannot be taken down. So we got four we got two spots open for me, Corey, Ty, and Jason LaRoe. Everyone else is eliminated. Sorry, so, Chris. Welcome to the bottom. Yeah, you'd think, how is Chris eliminated? He has the same record as you. It's because he scores a point a week. Yep. He His points for is very low. He breaks no ties. Yep. He is, I believe, yes, he is still the lowest points for in the league. Wow. Hey, but yeah. you got a better record than me, so I won't hold it against you. Yeah, but you've scored 130 more points than him this week. Hey, this he's year. got a better record than me. That's all that matters <laughs> at the end of the day. So, um, so Corey is sitting at a solid 75% chance because he wins a lot of tiebreakers, uh, and he is 6-6. Six and six. Ty is 6-6. Six and six. He's kind of right in the middle of points scored. I am a 30, or uh, and he's a 50% chance to make it. I'm a 37.5% chance to make it. I'm at 5-7. and seven. I actually have the same chance to make it as Jason because six and six. Jason is six and six, but it's because I break, I win every tiebreaker with points four. So that's just an interesting thing of how things play out. So what we want to do is jump into the matchups and see how this affects our playoff matchups for Corey, Ty, me, and Jason specifically. Yeah. So uh, let's jump into our week 13 matchups. Our first matchup is threat level midnight. That is John Neffley. Versus Tyler Cheek. Huh, yeah. Threat level midnight is eight and four. Tyler Cheek <laughs> or Cincinnati Indians is four and eight. That is a mirror matchup. Uh, uh. This playoff, this has no implications on playoffs. I'm sure it matters <laughs> for the buys, but uh, neither of us are fighting for a buy, so we don't care. Yeah, at this point, uh, yeah, it doesn't really matter for me. Uh, my only hope is to, you know, do a miracle on ice twice uh, and beat the top dog. So I think I'm going to win. I'm just kidding. I'm not going to win. John's going to smoke me. Look at the projections alone. John is projected like 134, and I just lost Gary on Johnson, oh. who I'm fairly certain is going to go on IR. Yeah, uh, I don't know if you guys heard. He They're working will. LCJ Anderson or whatever. He, he probably will. Uh, yeah, so that's bleak. Um, so I'm going to start theoretic. I'm going to do my best, guys. I'm, my goal in this week is to only knock John out of that first round by. Uh, probably not going to do it, but I'm going to try my best. Yeah. I hope. Good luck to you. You're going to get absolutely toasted. I'm going with John. <laughs> so, okay, so our next matchup on the week is my team is dead. That's Chris Montre. He's 5-7, and seven, but he is eliminated from playoff contention because he has no points scored. Versus Zippy's back, 4-8. and eight. Uh, This matchup literally has n- no implications whatsoever because <laughs> both these teams are eliminated. So why don't you give me your pick? <laughs> All right, so here's the thing. I initially thought that Chris had a shot at the playoffs when we put this doc together. Um, And then I was like, man, Chris has got a shot at the playoffs. I feel bad for him. He made some big moves. Poor guy. And then I was like, Joey has Todd Gurley. Chris is screwed. But then I said to myself, no. When I root for Joey, he loses. So I'm rooting for Chris. Still doesn't matter about the matchup because Chris can't get in the playoffs. But good luck, Chris. I guess, to be fair, if Chris wins... And scores 33 more points than Jason. Ooh. And it comes down to a tiebreaker between Chris and Jason. Ooh. 33 points more than Jason would be enough to put Chris into the playoffs. So, it's not a total 0% chance, but it's effectively zero. <laughs> so, you know, I think I still have league manager access. I can just alter Chris's score. We should do that to keep Jason out. <laughs> 
So our last meaningless matchup of the week is Tyler Griffin, the flu draft, nine and three versus Team Rockstar. Steph has sold her entire team, oh nay, my gosh. nay her soul. <laughs> She's been roasted so much. <laughs> I just came to me. I just had to go with it. It was just funny. <laughs> Love you, Steph. Yeah, uh, this one's an easy one for me. Yeah, Griffin uh, is going to absolutely Griffin's roast Steph. Griffin's going to destroy you, Steph. <laughs> All right, there we go. Uh, sorry. Done. Okay, so let's go to the matchup that kind of matters. And yes. I say kind of matters because for Sarah, it doesn't. She yeah. really can't. I mean, again, if we like go through the whole, like, how many points more. Sarah it, has such a large points win over... Over the people that she could end up tied with, it doesn't really matter. Yep. So she's seven and five. Corey is six and six. So if Corey gets a win this week, he brings Sarah down to seven and six. He goes mm-hmm. to seven and six, enters the tiebreaker, and will promptly lose to Sarah. Unless he scores like 60 more points, but he's still got a good shot. Yeah. But just to give you guys like a uh, just reference point on points scored. I have 1487. That's number four in the league. Sarah has 1449. That's number five in the league. Corey has 1398. And then yeah. Ty has 1356. So Corey has the best shot at actually leapfrogging over Sarah and me in points scored. And he's 60 points lower. So for all intents and purposes, like, they're not going to leapfrog and change these things around. Yeah. So if they get into a tiebreaker with Sarah or me, they will lose is what's going to happen. Wow. I mean, unless they're going to score six, unless they're going to pull a full Britain Smith and double up our scores. <laughs> it's not going to happen. So Sarah seven and five, Corey six and six. Corey could really use a win. He can still get in with a loss, but yes. he can, uh, he would really use a it's win. Unlikely. Sarah is for all intents and purposes, a lock. So how do you think this plays out? So this is one of those weeks where like, I feel Bad for Sarah in one sense because Melvin Gordon. Oh man, he's out. Such a huge hit. Honestly, that that frustrated me so much because I have Melvin Gordon in two other leagues. I love the guy, and I've said it all season. It's why I can't not love Sarah's team is because of Melvin Gordon. Uh, he went into the game like openly saying, "No, I want to play despite my knee and hamstring." So dumb. Like, and then he got hurt, and it was one of those where it's like, I'm watching, and I'm like. Where's Melvin? Right. Oh, they must just be resting him because he had a monster game. Nope. He's hurt. Yep. I was like, no! Why? Why Melvin Gordon? Why my sweet Melvin? Uh, so I my feel for you, Sarah. Melvin. Here's the only good news I have for you in that context. You're a lock for the playoffs. So get healthy, Melvin. Oh, you yeah. got two weeks. That's all you need, Sarah. Hopefully he comes back. If not... I'm sorry you made it to the playoffs because it's just going to hurt you. <laughs> that would be so bad. It's, that yeah. would be if so If Melvin bad. goes on IR, it's going to be really sad, really fast for Sarah and me because uh, <laughs> I have the two of the leagues. Uh, on that note, though, or sorry, I guess on this matchup's note, uh, Corey gets Brandon Cooks coming off the bye week. I love that. The only guy on Corey's team that I honestly hate is Jordan Howard because he. I feel like he's a trap play every single week. But yeah. the rest of his team, like, like Kenyon Drake – I can't decide how I feel about him, but he's he's not terrible. Marlon Mack has been pretty good. James Conner's been pretty good. And Corey's team's pretty well-rounded, whereas Sarah's has kind of got some wild cards in her. I mean, she has four guys playing in the Carolina-Tampa Bay game. Yep. On her team, starting. Oh, yeah. Um, so if that game's not a shootout, Sarah's kind of not got a chance to win. Right. Um, so I hope Sarah beats Corey to make it muddier for the playoff hunt. <laughs> uh, but I think Corey's going to win. Yeah, it's... It's really tough without Sarah having Melvin Gordon. Mm-hmm. But I think I got to go 
Sarah still, even though she's so heavily loaded into that game. Really? You're I, still going Sarah? I think that game is going to be a shootout, and I think she's going to get the points. Because I think, I think Gus Edwards is going to have a good week versus Atlanta also. Yeah. I think Doug Martin can be productive versus Kansas City. Oh, I mean, he's it's gonna Kansas be productive. City. They're going to have to score. That's right. It's in Oakland, so. And I think that between DJ Moore, Greg Olson, they can put up points against Tampa Bay. And Adam Humphreys has been putting up huge points. Deion Lewis is useful. And Cameron Brait is phenomenal right now. He's Jameis Winston's favorite target. Exactly. And so, and the Rams are playing Detroit, and God knows they're struggling without carry-on, without Golden Tate. So I think mm. she's got a great defense play. Rumor is Aqib Tlaib is coming back, too. So I think they got a phenomenal defense play. Yeah. And where Corey has, like, the Jaguars D versus Indian- Indianapolis, who's just looking to get torched. Luck throws three touchdowns every game. Yeah, it's, it's He hacked. can also throw five picks, but. Duh, yeah, <laughs> we don't want to talk about that right now. So, all I have to say, I think even though Sarah's team is hurting this week, I think she's going to pick up a win. Man. And I really hope she does because it knocks Corey down to six and seven and makes it very interesting. Very muddy playoff hunt. So, our next matchup that uh, can mean a lot is Jason LaRoe. He's six and six. Versus uh, whatever Britain's team name is now, he's eight and four. Um, so this has huge playoff implications because, like we said, Corey is six and six. Jason is six and six. Mm-hmm. Ty is currently six and six. I play Ty, and I'm five and seven. So there is a legitimate shot that four teams go to six and seven as a result of these matchups. So yep. we'll focus on this one, and then we'll jump into me and Ty's. Jason six and six versus Britain eight and four. Uh, I'm going to give you my super quick analysis on this. Britain is projected for 145 points <laughs> because his team is actually ludicrous right now. How is how is any team like at any point in the year like 130 was really high, and I think Nefley was projected 130, and we were all like, we're oh, like my "Oh my god, oh my gosh, this team's so good! How is this happening?" He's projected almost 20 points higher. Uh, it's here. Do you want me to tell you how? Would you like me to read you the tale of the 145-point projection? His name is Keenan Allen, oh, Juju Smith-Schuster, Julio Jones, Devontae Adams. Oh. Those four wide receivers are on one team. Don't forget then, about his running backs. Then you go to his <laughs> running backs and you get Saquon Barkley. You get Sony Michelle. Oh, his other flex is Lamar Miller, who's not bad oh, and yeah. pops off freaking 97 yard runs apparently and Eric Ebron who is breaking the fantasy hyperspace oh my gosh, is yeah. scoring like two touchdowns a damn game and Ben Roethlisberger who is just not joking around when he's at home yeah when he's at home he, he throws touchdowns he's got the Bears defense <laughs> the best defense in the NFL what is this team <laughs> Brent yeah. wins by a million miles, and Jason goes to six and seven. Jason, I'm so sorry because this is one of those like weeks where I know you've seen this already, and you're in such a like you have to win situation. Oh yeah. Unfortunately, you played Britain, who scored over 200 points last week. Don't get me wrong, Jason. I want you to win. I don't. I know. <laughs> but I want him to win. I want every person that's at the top to lose, um, just because I think it's fun. Uh, <laughs> You want to watch the world burn. But there is no chance on this earth that you beat him this week. (laughs) His team is so good, and your team is good. Yeah, that's, that's it. That's the, that's the right way to put it. Because Jason's team is no longer trash. We don't yeah, get to they like, are a good team. We don't get to just shit all over them every week like we used yeah, to. Which we was, can't do that anymore. I miss those days. <laughs> those are the good old days. They're, they're long gone. 
But Britain's team is like, it's like if Asgard came to Earth and fielded a football team. And you're like, oh, it's Thor and Loki and Odin and that one chick and that guy with the messed up head versus like Vontez Perfect. And Vontez Perfect just exploded into dust. That is Britain's team. That's bleak. (laughs) I didn't say it was happy. Jason's team a criminal now, or... Well, you know, I mean... It's it's all about the character of the man. So, (laughs) let's get to our juiciest matchup. And I'm not just saying this this week, because it's mine, but this this is wild. Oh my gosh, yeah. So, like we said, we've got... we got a big clog going on right now. We've got... uh, Corey, who's six and six, we've got Jason, who's six and six, we've got Ty, who's six and six, and we've got me, who's five and seven, but has the most points scored. So if I get into a tie break, well, not the most points scored, but the most points scored, I'm fourth. Yeah, behind you three be- people who are locked for playoffs. All the other three. Yeah. So if I get into a tiebreaker with any of these guys, I'm in. Yep, is basically what's happening. Uh, well, if you get in a tiebreaker in the in the the games play out. The games, okay, yeah, okay. Not not all teams. Like it depends on how it plays out as far as win losses. Yeah. So so here's why it's so interesting. I play tie. Tie is six and six. I am five and seven. If I win, we mm-hmm. both go to six and seven. That means that if Jason or Corey lose, mm-hmm. there are three teams at six and seven. Yep. One team will be seven and six. And they are in, and then one of the six and seven teams will make it in, and I will be in. Yeah. Because I will win all the tiebreakers. So all I need is to beat Ty. I have to beat Ty. Oh, yeah. And then I need either Corey or Jason to lose. Yep. Jason is effectively getting nuked off the face of the earth this week. Yep. Sorry, Jason. So that's good. So I basically just got to beat Ty. Yeah. So that's good for me. You got to beat Ty. Ty's got some interesting Ty's got some interesting chances of the playoffs. He basically has to win and he wins a fair amount of t- tiebreakers in ter- in terms of points for. He's like right in the middle of this pack. Yeah. He's above Jason, he's below Corey. Yeah. So, so that's that's the middle. He, win- he wins though. Yeah. It, it, it does it definitely changes a lot. Honestly, th- the reason this matchup is the biggest this week is because Corey, I want you to win. I think you'll win. I wouldn't be surprised if you lost. Uh, Jason, you're not going to win. Nope. Um, sorry. Uh, so, for me, immediately, it's like, okay, Corey's going to be 6-7. and seven. Jason's going to be 6-7. and seven. Tie and Matt. If Matt wins, there will be four teams tied at 6-7, and seven, which means that two teams will get to go in. Mm-hmm. It will be the two, top 2.4s. And that is huge. Uh, I yeah. think the odds of Corey beating Sarah are a little bit tighter. The odds of Jason beating Britt are very slim. Um, so really, like it for me, it's like Corey. I think is a pretty good lock. Um, not not one hundred percent, but a pretty good chance. Uh, whereas like the the sixth seed is really for Jason, Ty, you. Yep. If Ty wins. He locks it up. He like I think he's one hundred percent got it in the bag. Because you'll be at five and eight, Jason is more than likely going to be at six and seven. Ty will be at seven and six. Yep. It'll automatically bump him in there. Yep. Um. So that's why this matchup is so huge because it it, it means so much. And this is this is where it gets bleak for Ty. <laughs> Pull up the matchup here. Uh, Ty has Dalvin Cook. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Who has just been bad? And Ty lost this week 
Leonard Fournette. Thank because you. he came onto the field. Thank you, my lord. Why did he come onto the field and punch a guy? Because like, I cursed him. I was like Professor Snape. What was he thinking? Like, that was such a terrible, stupid move. And he had a beautiful matchup this week. Yep. Like, he oh. got to play up against the Colts. Ty would have smoked you. Yeah, he would have He would, He would. would have had a good chance. He would have. Yeah. <laughs> like, th- there would have been no doubt about it for me. So, like, Ty has a lot of talent um, but this week, I'm just not feeling his team, honestly. Like, and, and and you have Pat Mahomes and Tyreek Hill back as well, so let's not ignore that. You have Aaron Jones, Zeke. I think your team's very, very good as well. But Ty's team was one of those where I was like, man, he's 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 cooking right now, and I don't think he can do it this week. Like, Mark Ingram has been okay. Dalvin Cook's been terrible. Andrew Luck's carrying your team. You should trade him to me and get rid of him. That way, you don't have to worry about it anymore, Ty. <laughs> Uh, Julian Edelman, yeah, Tom Brady's awful. I'll gladly trade you Tom Brady for Andrew Luck. Don't even think about it. Just send it over. Do it, do it, do it. Uh, <laughs> so, I, yeah, Ty, good luck, man. I, I Welcome to the bottom. Welcome to the toilet bowl. Yeah, I think I, I, everything that you said I agree with. I think, I think I'm going to pull this one out. I think my, my team has honestly been, like, firing pretty well. I mean, oh, yeah. I put up a good fight last week without <clears throat> my two best players. Yeah. Without the QB1 and the wide receiver one. Yeah. Literally the two best in their position I didn't have, and I I gave Corey a good run for his money. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm going to do it again this week. They have good matchups. Uh, Pat Mahomes and Tyreek Hill are in Oakland. Zeke yep. is against New Orleans. That's pretty tough, but Aaron Jones, oh, is, going to, Aaron Jones is going to eat the Cardinals alive. Josh Gordon has a good chance against Minnesota, and then <laughs> my tight end is my tight end is ridiculous. It doesn't even matter. I love how Griffin's like giving me crap. Like you wouldn't trade me for Antonio Gates. Like dude, he barely even deserves to be rostered. He's rostered because <laughs> I drafted Ricky Seals Jones like a moron. <laughs> dude, did you see Antonio Gates in this game last week though? You mean did when you he was the, the number game? one tight end on the week? He was straight beast mode in people, dude. Yeah, you know what he wasn't last man. week? He, looked he like wasn't he was, beast mode in people. He was like, he was moving like he was a 50-year-old man and just running people over. I'm pretty sure they actually installed one of those things in Star Wars where they swim underwater <laughs> and it just gives them pure oxygen. That's what he had for the That's week he where had, he went yeah. 5 for 80. Yeah. And then Wasn't he, he? Oh, no, that was the week before. Yeah, that was week 11. Okay. He was the number one tight end on the week. And I was like, what year is it? <laughs> And I was like, wow, sure, maybe he's got some juice left. And then he put up a solid 2.3. Yeah, not his best. I mean, honestly, it was better than Ricky Seals Jones, so that's fine by me. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, I think I'm going to end up coming up with this win. And uh, I think that's going to put me through to the playoffs. I'm going to barely sneak in there. And then it's going to be real interesting through there. Because, like I said, my team's got some juice right now. Aaron Jones coming on has been huge for my team. Allen so, Robinson, the Bears look good. I like Allen Robinson. Your team is it, it, it's not that team where I'm like sucks to be in the playoffs. Dude, it's getting you're gonna get destroyed. It's getting it, it can win. Yeah. I think you could make it in a couple, maybe one week, two weeks. Uh, you're not gonna win though. When do I? It depends on when I face Britain. Yeah, it, when it. you face Britain, hopefully Britain loses on his bye week somehow, and then he can't advance. We could kill him. I, he still has a fantasy is it pretty meditated if I say it on a podcast and then kill him? It is, yes. Oh. Yep. Well, <laughs> I guess I won't do it now. <laughs> yeah, guess I got to back out of that plan. Yeah. But so I will say uh, one interesting thing that I was looking at, just to, just to cap the <clears throat> interestingness of this matchup off, um, if Ty loses and mm-hmm. goes to 6-7, and seven, I actually don't believe that there is a way that he makes it into the oh, yeah. playoffs. Ty loses 100%. He doesn't make it based on points four. He would be beat by Corey yep. unless he outscored 
Corey by what, like 30 points? 30 points. Um, so he would have to outscore Corey by 30 in a loss. Yes. In which Corey, I mean, would I guess. also if, have to lose. If Corey would also have to lose. And so, like, I guess maybe if Corey's team, like, absolutely just poops the bed. Yeah. It'd be possible, but so this is it's basically so this is effectively this has been actually really stressful for me because I've effectively been in playoff matchups for like three weeks now. Yeah, and I've been pulling them out. You've been need to win situations, <laughs> and last week would have been great, but you know what? It's okay. We got we got Mahomes Hill back. Got my boy Showtime as Booger calls. Oh him. my gosh! <laughs> Don't even get me started on the freaking Monday Night Crew. I swear to God, Jason Witten, they pull up a playoff or they pull up a uh, um a replay. A replay. And they're like, hey, Jason, can you commentate this for us? <laughs> and he, like, in his mind is like, oh, yeah, because he can't, like, Totally, respond. I got this. And then they will literally, like, show this, like, they'll basically show a replay of how many times the defense is showing pressure and then, like, falling back into coverage. And Jason Witt will be like, oh, yeah, look how much pressure they've been bringing all night. And then, like, all the guys fall back and they rush, too. And he's like, yeah, see what I'm, oh. Yeah, I mean, like, sometimes they show it and they fall back. You're like, Jason, just shut up. Put your blade hands away. Get <laughs> off the air. Like, you are done. He's trying to be Tony Romo, man. He, he can't, can't be Tony Romo. Tony, Tony Romo. Romo's got. He's, he's That's so why you got to watch the 4 o'clock games on CBS. He's so yes. good. He's Pro there tip. every single week. If you're not watching the 4 o'clock games, start. So it good. is the best game to watch for announcing. The 1 o'clock games. Oh, it's bad. Or they're, they're okay. They're not... Honestly, Terrible, I think I'm just gonna start watching four o'clock football because because the Bengals. I'm done. I'm, I'm, oh, I'm watching done. the Bengals is brutal. I'm done. Dude, well, I the, felt the four bad o'clock games. You get all the West Coast games. You get Tony Romo. Yeah, there's so many better teams on the West Coast. Oh gosh, yeah. <sighs> I mean, while I'm out in California, I don't know what I'm gonna do. Dude, you should go to a game. I should go to a game. You could. I'll actually be in L.A. I should go to a Chargers game. Oh, my game. gosh. You should go to a Chargers game. <laughs> or a Rams game. Yeah, that's going to be way too expensive. All right. We'll figure that out. Oh, my gosh. That's we'll amazing. That Actually, but here's the problem with going to the game. Actually, it'll be a normal time. The best part about being on the West Coast and watching football yeah. is that they're – like, when you're like, oh, I'm going to come home from church and do a 1 o'clock game, it's 10 o'clock there. And every single bar – 10 a.m.? Yeah. Gosh, I did not think about that. Here's why it's amazing. Because every single bar is running like brunch specials. And you oh, just get this yes. like mega hash brown egg oh, thing. Boy. And literally you buy like, you're like, hey, can I get the uh, mimosa special? And they hand you a bottle of champagne and a bottle of orange juice. Or like, it's like a make your own Bloody Mary bar. And there's just bacon and olives oh and everything and gosh, vodka. That sounds amazing. Oh my God. It's like the best Sunday morning. I, if I had to do that, if I could have a what church, are the chances of me getting in on this business trip uh, for on GE's dime zero. But if you want to fly to LA for like a hundred bucks, meet me out there for a Sunday morning. We can go to church at like seven. I'm sure they do that in Vegas. I'm shaking Vegas my for LA. <laughs> I'm shaking my. Well, Vegas is like three hours from me. Oh, so okay. We can go to Vegas. I'm going to Vegas, but. <laughs> It's the best. Sunday mornings on the coast. If, if, if I lived on the coast, I would have to find a church that started at 7 a.m. Oh, yeah. So that I could be in the bar at 10 a.m. <laughs> like, it would just, that's just how it would have I to play out. I need something to repent for the following Sunday. <laughs> yes, that's how it would have to play out. It would start <clears throat> the second afterwards. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. It's so fun. I can't wait to be out there. I mean, it's going to suck, like, week three, because then I'm just going to be drinking out of sadness because I haven't seen my child or my wife. <laughs> but, you know, I'm football on. So. Yeah, football's on. But so oh, that is uh, that is it for this week. We have yes. such a tight week. Long tangent at the end, but yeah, very long. Uh, but 
We have such a tight league. Super exciting. Loving all the trades going on. Yes. Loving all the trade uh, talk about the last place punishment. Oh, we yes. should nail this we down nail before that down. the toilet bowl starts. Oh, yeah. Uh, this podcast has already gone crazy long. We could talk toilet bowl format. Let's do that next, next week. Because next, next week, week, playoffs will be decided. Yeah. And I don't know if there will be much to talk about. Because really, the other matches that we're going to talk about is two. Yeah. The, the, the ones three, that are four, actually playing. Five, six. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, we could talk toilet bowl, toilet bowl format. Uh, definitely need to decide on a punishment. I like what Tyler said, Tyler Cheek, about like making sure we do something as a group or like as, as, as like, you know, together. Uh, keep your ears peeled for an award ceremony at the yes. end of the season. It'll be a live show. It will be phenomenal. It will be black tie super optional, <laughs> which means don't wear black tie. Uh, but Griffin. Griffin will do it. Griffin will do it. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, thank you so much for listening this week. If you guys have any responses, you guys should send them in through whatever means necessary. Yes. Um, we got one more week of me here live, yes. and then it's going to go to Skype call mania, and we'll figure out how to figure that out. We're still trying to figure that out, guys. Somehow. Uh, so excited that the regular season's wrapping up. I will say this, because you'll basically be in California till the season wraps up, right? Till like December 23rd, yeah. Okay, yeah, so that's the end of the season. Uh, so, here's the thing. I will be Skyping in with Borski on my phone or laptop uh, for the last three weeks of the season. So, the opportunity to do, like, a guest host is kind of... It's, it's kind of limited. You basically got a week. Yeah, you got a week. week. If you want to be on the show, I know Britton mentioned uh, him and Steph coming on. We, we would love to have you guys. Um, we do it on Wednesday nights, as we've said so many times. If you guys want to be on, please come on. It'd be super fun. We love having you guys on. Some of our favorite episodes have been, like, the Jungle Wine, the one with Jason, the one with Chris at the beginning of the season where he said, like, three things, and he was, like, just giving us stats. It was awesome. <laughs> Uh, made us look good when we're not. That's true. Uh, but, yeah, if, if you guys want to be on, please come on next week. Next week is kind of the last chance. Uh, after that, I don't I don't even know where I'll be recording necessarily yet. We're figuring She could be, out. like, behind a Wendy's in a dumpster <laughs> or something, and I'll just be in a hotel like Packing a normal person. Packing into Wi-Fi. <laughs> I'll be in a hotel like a normal person. The weird oh, thing God. is it'll be, like, dinner time for me at 9 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Like I'll have wow, to, that's weird. Yeah. I'll have to like leave a work dinner and be like, I'm gonna go record a fantasy football podcast. Guess they're gonna hate you <laughs> <laughs> or love you. Uh, you know that's what? It, that's it's it's gonna be hard to figure out which one it'll be, but we'll find out. Yeah, we'll have to find out. We'll find out. <laughs> the show must go on. The show must go on. So thank you guys again for listening. Good luck in your matchups this week, unless your name is Ty, Corey, or Jason. Uh, <laughs> Because <laughs> I need to tie you so that I can beat you with points four to get in the playoffs. Uh, so the rest of your meaningless matchups, I uh, could not care less how they play out. <laughs> so we will see you guys next week. We will know what the playoff matchups are. Yes. And we will talk about the toilet bowl. Yes, toilet bowl talk. All right, see, see you guys week. next week.